Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. I, of course, am Jeff Kavanaugh of 97-1 The Freak in DFW. Be tuned in from 2 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. And if you're outside the listening area, why don't you grab that iHeartRadio app and you could still listen to the show, The Speakeasy, 97-1 The Freak. My friend seated next to me, you sometimes hear him on when I can convince him, um, but he can tell you where to find him after I tell you that he's former Cowboys wide receiver Jesse Holly a man who did get the job done when the game was on the line. Oh, Jesse Holly went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. Hey, Jesse. What's going on, brother? And you can find me uh, weekly on Hanging with the Boys. You can find me here on Believe in the Cowboys. You can find me on Sundays, A to Z Sports, doing the pre- and post-game show. But you can also find me on my own podcast, Unfiltered with Jesse Holly. Go ahead over to YouTube, Spotify, Apple, all the places where you listen to your podcast, uh, viewing and listening pleasures, and find me, Unfiltered with Jesse Holly, where I keep it 100% real about all things sports, including the Cowboys. I keep it 86% real, and then the other 14, <laughs> I like to wing it. Uh, Cowboys lost to the Philadelphia Eagles, and we'll dig into it in a second. I'm going to tell you why everything's okay. I don't know what Jesse's going to tell you. But we are brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. All the pro sports leagues are off and rolling now. College basketball is ready to go as well. And Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, NHL. Everything full swing. Bet online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Hoops, bet in action, along with every sport, right there at your fingertips. Head to Bet Online today. Use our promo code Believe B L E A V. That'll get you a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Let me start here, Jesse. Let me start here. All right, because my overarching theme today. Well, I tell you what, I learned a life lesson too recently. Therapy's oh, let's hear, I love, let's hear life. I want to hear this. I want to hear life lessons learned. Therapy's been kicking ass lately. I mean, just ow, pow, pow. I'm talking life breakthroughs. We're having yeah. big, big stuff happening. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love it. And part of it is avoiding a lot of the different poison in the world. <laughs> yes. And when you're staring at your screen, that's poison. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't learned that in a therapy session, but I can connect my own dots when I, once I leave. Uh, and now I'll fire off tweets during a cowboy game but I won't really mess with replies and staring at the screen and all that crap. And it helps you wake up the next day feeling better and being able to go into a clean broadcast and a clean breakdown <laughs> of a game that isn't tainted by fighting with people on the internet. Yeah. And it's so glorious. I agree. It's so agree. glorious. Cause otherwise I'm sure when you fire off a tweet about whatever is happening in the game, you get a bunch of just super angry drunk people. And it's like, Oh, shut, shut up, stupid. Head. And it's just like, no, no, no. We're clean going into this one. And I came out of that game feeling fine about the Cowboys. Like if it if it's a measuring stick game, I have three to four things that concern me about this team. If you'd like to win a Super Bowl that I don't know if they can overcome them, but we can talk about if they can and how. 
Um, but overall, I watched two good football teams play a close game where all the bounces went the other way. It happens. And that sucks. Schoonmaker, inches. Dak, inches. Eagles put the ball on the ground three times. It bounced right back to them every time. All of the little could have gone either way things went to them, including for most of the game, officiating. And you played them close and you lost. Crap happens. I came out of it feeling fine. We both thought they would split with the Eagles this year. I haven't changed that thought at all. I feel fine coming out of that one. No, I, I'm, I'm with you. I watched a really good game, and I watched the Cowboys team win in just about every area of the statistical part of the game. Um, I, I think the game was won and lost in the third quarter, um, and you can act, that's play and officiating if you want to go there. I am, I, I'm one who tend not to go into the officiating because, I mean, I can look at games two weeks ago for the Cowboys with officiating – was in their favor, and no one said anything about that as well. Go ahead. I'll just say this about the officiating thing. So I bring it up not as a – like how I won't bring up officiating is they're out to get us and all of that stuff. The only way I bring it up is in a game where if it does go in your favor, like that's a variable you can't control that when it goes your way, you're going to win. Right. And I think it just fit into the vibe of that entire game, which was – the things you can't control that change from week to week, where does the ball bounce when somebody drops it? Um, who gets flagged for what and who doesn't? All of those things, for the most part of that game, trended against you. Now, they helped you on the last drive in the fourth quarter. They helped you get down the field in a hurry. But for the most part, all of the randoms went against you, and you still had a chance to win. And, that, and, that, and that's my biggest thing. Uh, this game, to me, was a game of details. And, and you just mentioned a lot of those things is – if you're going to compete and beat good teams in the National Football League, it's, it's yes, the ball can bounce either way, but there are also details, right? Luke Schoolmaker made a rookie mistake. You learn, and you understand this. You, you're a former right receiver in your days. When you're, when you're in a pressure situation, fourth down, um, things of that nature, I got to get beyond the sticks. I can't get to the sticks. I might have to come back to the football. I have to get beyond the sticks to give myself the necessary rule. Same thing on the goal line. I got to get in the end zone. I can't be on the fringe of the end zone. Uh, the Dak Prescott situation. You know, I think if he if he takes if he can go back and play do that play again, maybe he leans into the into Brandon Graham coming and doesn't step out of bounds. You know, I think there were like six or seven drop passes in this football game um, from everybody. CD had a drop. Pollard had a drop. Michael Gallup had two two drops. I mean, uh, Ferguson had two. Sure. I mean, there were drops all across the board. So the, the details, the, the, the details of this football game. Mike McCarthy, not sending help over to Terrence Steele to, to, to give your quarterback opportunity. You've seen that he struggled the last couple of weeks, all season, giving him help on, on necessary down. I mean, there, there were detailed things in this football game that if you're going to win against the good teams, because Philadelphia, when you go back and you watch them all year long, they have been a team that just figure figure how to win. Figure how to win. It doesn't have to be pretty. Doesn't have to be cute. And Philadelphia has been great at that this season. They were on the ropes last week against the Washington Commanders, a team that is far less talented than the Dallas Cowboys. What did they do? Figure out a way to win. Same thing happened in this game uh, last night. They just figured out a way to win. Because if you just closed your eyes and I read you off number after number after number, they out they got outgained. They had you know. Uh, um, the, the the passing, running, everything, you would say the Cowboys didn't win. 
nah, they, they didn't win, but it, it comes down to the details of the football game that you never know when it's going to matter. You never know. You never know when it's going to matter. A delayed game? I mean, at, with all that's being said and done, the Cowboys were on the four or five-yard line with the potential to go ahead and win the football game. And they began to shoot themselves in the foot. You can say what you want about the offsides, the delayed game. Chuma Idoga, he did not declare, him, declare himself, right? Dak Prescott can't declare for Chuma Idoga. He has to go to the white hat. The white hat, he had to say, hey, I am coming in. The white hat then goes and turns and tells the whole entire nation, 71 is an eligible receiver. 71 is an eligible receiver. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. Right, you take two sacks and you go from being on the four-yard line to being twenty-something yards back, and now you got to go a whole heave. You know, even even the the the, the Kevante Turpin, right, catch the punt. Seven seconds rolled off the clock because you let the punch uh, the punt bounce on the ground and roll and roll and roll. And roll. So there's all these all those small minute details that you know at the moment it doesn't seem like a big thing, but then you, you look at the end of the game, and you go. All those little things began to add up, and it and it cost you a football game that you were you were you were in position to win. And I'll add I'll add two of them that are just details. Um, two of the Eagles' touchdown drives. One they both start at the forty. One you kicked a kickoff out of bounds, yep. and one Rashawn Evans decided to push somebody's face off. Yeah. Um, and so you gave them short fields, and those are two of their touchdown drives. So yeah, there's lots of lots of detail stuff. Uh, that if you're if like if you believe that that is a reflection, of some, if you believe that that's a reflection of something larger that will continue to be a problem, then you can be worried about that stuff. I think for the most part, things that you're not going to get to control that go one way or the other each week went against you this week, and you had a chance and you didn't do it. Uh, and that sucks. I would tell you first and goal from the six. I didn't think there was any chance they were going to get down that far. Uh, shout out to underthrown deep balls. Um, those are perfect. Uh, how many things did they have? They had a false start. Well, false start. And it, here's the thing: a lot of these things, sack. a lot of these things were done by guys who had great days. If Dak could redo it, he can stay in bounds and make that two point conversion. Right. He can do it. Um, Jake Ferguson is the reason for the delay of game. Everyone's lining up and he's running back to Dak going, what are we doing? And then (laughs) it's Zach Martin because even after Jake Ferguson's going, what are we doing? And Dak tells him and they get lined up. It's waiting on Zach Martin to tell the center with his little hand movement to snap the ball. And he had three seconds to do it. And they waited too long. Like it was a bunch of dudes that had really good days that had, if you could just do one more thing, we could have won. And you didn't get to do it. Tyler Smith, false start. Tyler Smith was great. Great. Big great. Uh, so there was like, there were a lot of the guys who had great days and it was just like, I needed you to just have that one more. Sidebar. Tyler Smith is now and forever your left guard. The idea and the talk of him ever going back out the left tackle, it's done. He is not playing left tackle ever again. He is your left guard for now and forever. They'll figure out left tackle in the draft and free agency and whatever, Tyler, Tyler Smith ain't going to play left guard. I mean, left tackle anymore. He is your left guard of the future. Some of us have been hoping for that since the day he was drafted. That dude is an absolute monster. Having him in the phone booth is where you want him. You do not want him with more space around him and better athletes where he can get called for a bunch of holds. 
you want him right where he was telling Jalen Carter, eh, you are not getting in there, buddy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So next thing I want to do about this game quickly is Jeff's three things that worry him the most. If you're trying to win the Super Bowl. All right. Number one, Terrence Steele. Um, I mean, and they all got some of Terrence Steele. It wasn't one dude. It was everybody. And we went into this game and somebody told you that what was going to matter was how does the interior deal with their monsters and how does Terrence Steele deal with the edge rushers? And the answer was in the middle quite well, Terrence. Whew. Uh, what was the order that they went in as they took turns on him? It was Reddick first. Sweat. Sweat, Graham. Graham, yes. Yeah, Reddick, Sweat, Graham. It was Reddick, Sweat, Graham, Graham, I believe. <laughs> and this is this is going to be tough for our boys because is there a way, a way to help Terrence Steele? Sure there is. You could always have somebody over there to help him. You could. But this offense is also so reliant right now on the quarterback kicking ass, buying time, kicking ass, buying time, and kicking ass, that if I've got to take a guy out of a route to help you every play, that's gonna it's gonna hurt my ability to do some of these things. But I don't know another answer other than help him because the common theme on most of those was he lost inside. Mm. If you're gonna get whooped, at least let it be outside so my quarterback can slide up and make a play. Don't let them smoke you in a straight line to the quarterback, man. And this is the same as Gallup last year. The Cowboys are super optimistic about the guys that they like coming off of injuries and just, he's ready. And that was Terrence's story all along. When he, was, when he was working out with no pads on and no contact was, had a schedule, looks great, he's perfect. Well, this is the worst version of Terrence Steele I've seen in at least three years. And can he get back to like the story of Terrence Steele's career? Dominant run blocker, okay, maybe pass right. protector. And right now, he's probably below average run blocker, bad pass protector. And that's tough when you're relying on a lot of miracles to make plays up and down the field all day. You got to be able to protect. So he's my worry number one that I don't know the fix other than sorry, Tony Pollard or Jake Ferguson, get ready to do a lot of blocking. I don't know. Um, go ahead. What? Oh, oh, number two, Jordan Lewis. And this one's not a killer. I don't think, but teams know where they want to go. Uh-huh. Teams want to attack the Cowboys safeties and teams want to attack the Cowboys slot. And the first half showed a lot of it when it was time for a first down. It was Jordan Lewis. Yeah. Um, are there answers for that one? I don't know. Izzy Mukwamu had moments where he was lined up in the slot, but I don't think that's a sustainable thing where you're going to have a six foot four, 215 pound slot corner with route runners in this league. And so it's just going to be a Dan Quinn thing where figured out what is our plan and how can we ideally on third downs, not get hurt by the guy who's our worst cover guy out of our corners. Uh, And again, I don't think there's a fix on the roster. I don't think there's a fix on your roster right now other than wait until Trayvon Diggs is back, and that's and next move, year. And move Deron Bland back inside the slot. Yeah, I just don't have anybody to go line up outside right now. Uh, and number three, one, two, three. And this one appears fixable, and I hope so, but it's Michael Gallup. Jalen Tolbert. It's not fixable. It's not, oh, okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
But in the case of like Jordan Lewis, I don't have anywhere else to turn. I don't think Terrence Steele. I don't have anybody on the roster to turn to Michael Gallup. It's happening. Jalen Tolbert just played the most snaps of his career in a game. He just played 31 snaps, I believe. Yep. Five targets, three catches, touchdown. Uh, Turpin got nine snaps. It's happening. They know, and it's happening. It's taken them a while, but I think it. we can all now get to the point where we've been talking about it for, hell, you and I have been talking about it for, we got to be coming up on a year now. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's over. And... This is one where you can't get tied up in who you like and who you might not like. I love Michael Gallup. He's a sweet man. And I think he works really hard. He's done as a good starting NFL receiver. And I have hope that Tolbert can do it or Turpin. The common theme with everyone that you just talked about was they all got some some sort of checks in the the recent history. And two of them coming off injury. All right. three. She, all three. I almost cussed. All yeah. three. I guess we can cuss. It doesn't matter. Yeah. All three of them are coming off major injury, and the yeah. Cowboys banked on the fact that, eh, no biggie. And I don't even want to go here, but the Cowboys drafted for what they thought was need and never picked the best player, and they picked them at unimportant positions, and they're not contributing. I would love to have an offensive lineman and a corner and a receiver with the thir- first three picks in the draft. Instead, you got a defensive tackle that's a run stopper that's not helping, a backup tight end who his contribution was getting called for a hold and not scoring on a catch, <laughs> and a guy who is hurt, who I think will help your team, just not yet. Um, and that's just me complaining for no reason about the And then the rest of that draft class is, is inactive every week, right? Like literally inactive for the for the duration of the season. And they've been inactive for every game of the season. These are big picture things. Dan Quinn shouldn't be involved in the draft. I mean, he won a Marquise Bell and he's been great, but he'll have a lot of Eric Scott's where he wasn't going to get drafted. And the Cowboys traded a future fourth or fifth round pick to get back in a draft and pick him. And other teams probably weren't going to draft him, period. Yeah. Um, but he gets guys he likes. He has long arms. <laughs> um but yeah, those are my those are my things coming out of that game. The big concerns, uh, the positives, or I think Jake Ferguson is absolutely becoming a dude. Yep. CD Lamb is over and over showing you, sup, I'm a beast. And Dak Prescott is on an MF and heater. Uh, you have a lot of good that came out of that. This defense is not a great defense when it plays a really good offense at this point. But you've got an offense that's catching a heater. You played against a team that is one of the two best, maybe the best in the NFC, and you can play with them, no problem. Um, so lots of good, some bad, some bad luck, stuff my, happens. My only thing about this split is is because I, I, we are the same and we always split, right? One's going to win one, one's going to lose one. The home has kind of always been the determining factor for me. Um, but when they play again, it, it might not matter for the Philadelphia Eagles. It's That's possible. Exactly. I mean, the Cowboys, in theory, should go four and zero until they get back to the Eagles. You should be what eight and three or whatever when you eight and three or nine and three when you get to them. They'll stumble. Okay. They'll stumble. All right. I, I, I'm with you. I, I hope. I, I just I just don't want to get back to a situation a scenario where you go back and go. Well, even if they do win the game, yeah, they really make a difference because yeah, you you now are you're relying on a stumble or two out of them, especially if you have a screw up. But I mean, the Cowboys are looking at what are the it's uh, Commanders and Panthers and Giants. And am I missing one, or is it back to them after that? 
I it is it's Seahawks. So it's 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 Gi yeah, Giants, Panthers, Panthers, Seahawks. Seahawks. Was it Giants, Panthers, Commander, Seahawks, or Seahawks? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so you will win three or four of those. And then you'll try again. And hopefully somebody else gives them a little thumping so that it is relevant when you play them again. But whatever. I don't know if the Cowboys are going to win the division because after the Eagle game is also tough game, tough game. Like Cowboys are probably going to win 11 or 12. And then we'll see. All right. We'll What's see. the name of the game? We're presented by Bet Online, and we love you. This is Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. He's Jesse Howley. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh. And remember, you have no idea what anyone's going through, so be cool to everyone. We love you. Be easy. Eliminate the contingencies. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.